0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: The lights are out. The game is over. But we're just getting started. He got it! It's time for Warriors wrap up on the Bay Area Sports Station, 957 The game.
0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Matt Steinmetz along with you here at Oracle Arena. And kind of a crazy one tonight, one you certainly didn't expect. The Warriors got beat tonight by the Charlotte Hornets, one eleven, one hundred, 100 And the Warriors were sluggish, they were lethargic, they were careless... And they were out hustled and they were outplayed tonight by a Charlotte team that came in twelve and twenty-two. And the number one reason why the Charlotte Hornets won the ball game tonight was because center Dwight Howard was the best player on the floor tonight. He was simply remarkable. He finished with twenty-nine points. That led everybody in this game. He finished with twelve rebounds. More than any other player in the game. And he finished with 7 assists. More than any other teammate in this game. So Dwight Howard goes 40 minutes tonight. Scores 29. Gets 12 rebounds. 7 assists. And the Warriors really didn't have an answer for him. They really didn't have anybody who guarded him well tonight. Pachulia wasn't able to establish any kind of defensive presence against Dwight Howard. Jordan Bell for one of the few times this season looked looked small and looked overmatched. And maybe he is against the player of Dwight Howard's size and stature. Uh, but a, an unexpected outcome, I believe, most people would think of uh, for tonight's 111-100 loss. 888-957-9570 is the number if you want to talk about this one. Uh, the, the one thing that... Has stuck out with me while Steph Curry has been gone, and it, it might not be something that you've 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 heard, but I actually don't think the Warriors have been playing that well uh, since Steph Curry's gone down. Now I know they're nine and one, and it sounds ridiculous to say that they really haven't been clicking, but I think they've they've gotten some favors uh, with the schedule. Uh, they play they've played Charlotte. They've played Dallas. They've played the Lakers, Grizzlies, Lakers again. They've played Utah, and then tonight, Charlotte. Uh, those are all beatable opponents. Tomorrow they've got Memphis coming in here. So I, I think that talking about the Warriors as a as a team that has learned to play without Steph Curry or a team that's become a defensive juggernaut, uh, look, when they play without Steph Curry, they're going to feel it. And they staved off that feeling for a long time during this run. But they need Steph Curry. And tonight it was obvious. They they didn't look like themselves offensively. And they turned the ball over. Goodness gracious. Their turnovers tonight were very, very costly. 18 turnovers led to 32 points. And if you were to devise a scenario in which Charlotte would come in here and win a ball game, I don't think you'd I don't think you'd predict the kind of numbers that Charlotte had. And what I mean by that is Charlotte shot forty six percent from the floor. Nah, that's all right. Six for twenty from three point range. It's nothing special. Twenty three for thirty four from the free throw line, sixty seven percent. So it's not like Charlotte came in here and played a perfect game. They didn't. They came and played a scrappy game. They came in here and played uh, a tough ball game, and they played hard. But they didn't necessarily play well. But tonight, all they did was play hard, and playing harder than the Warriors was what got it done uh, tonight. Klay Thompson, the Warriors looked like they were going to try to feed him early, and he got off to a great start tonight, and I felt like they went away from him a little bit. It, it almost looked like early in that game tonight that the Warriors were trying to get Clay going early to the point where they wanted to see how hot he could get, and he, he came out and had 20 quick points, but... The offense just kind of strayed. They could never get in sync. There was always a turnover around the corner. They didn't shoot it as well as they normally do. They only shot 46%. And so they played in fits and starts for most of the night tonight. And they paid the price. And it was the second loss they've sustained without Steph Curry in the lineup, or at least I should say uh, without Steph Curry in the starting lineup or lineup. It doesn't matter. And they f- this run of too many games in too few days tomorrow against Memphis. And Steve Kerr talks about the schedule a lot, and he's been pointing to the new year for the last few weeks because the Warriors have played games in a hurry lately. They've played, I want to say, six games in nine days. And after tomorrow's game against the Memphis Grizzlies, the Warriors are going to have four days off. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, maybe three days off. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then they play at Dallas. So it'll give the team, I think, a good break. And also, they've been home for so long, they might be out of their routine a little bit. Because... I mean, they haven't left the state of California since, what, three, four weeks ago? They haven't been on the road in a while. Maybe they need to get back on uh, the road tonight, Uh, the road actually in January, uh, to kind of get back on track. But the Golden State Warriors suffer a tough loss tonight, 111-100. It was a game in which it was tight for the first half. It was kind of tight early in the second half. Charlotte made their run, got up 8-9, and the Warriors never really were able to make a run uh, where they challenged Charlotte tonight. And I'll tell you what, Charlotte did not look like a 13-22 team tonight. They got some contributions from Frank Kaminsky. They got a contribution from Jeremy Lamb, who had 11 Nicholas Batum was solid with 15. Kid Gilchrist with 12. Kemba Walker didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Uh, Five for 16. He finished with 16 points. But you know what? He hit a couple big threes when the Warriors needed stops. They needed stops to get back in the ballgame. And then Kemba Walker would invariably hit a big shot. So tonight was not one of the Warriors' better nights. And is showed in the final score uh let's let's take a listen to steve kerr and uh he talks about the turnovers tonight and the warriors had 18 of them if there's something wrong with our offense it's almost always turnovers
2: and um what's discouraging is that it just feels like so many of them are careless and um and silly and and um you know pointless so it's uh You know, the thing we try to pound home with our team is that if we win the possession battle, we generally win the game because of our skill and our our talent level. Um, But we got crushed on the possession battle tonight. All
0: right, that's the coach's interview brought to you by Walnut Creek Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, where savings is simple, online at walnutcreekjeep.com. Well, the Warriors tonight, the one bright spot is what? They had over 30 assists, but they lost the game, and that doesn't happen very often, but the assist-to-turnover ratio is what got them tonight, uh, 32-18. to Draymond Green was 16 assists tonight, and I got to tell you something. I'm not sure that I noticed 16 assists. I'm not saying he didn't have 16 assists or that it wasn't legit, but I just didn't notice that he was facilitating as much as he did i looked uh, one time early in the second quarter and he already had, had uh eight assists and most of those came while feeding clay Thompson who was making shots early but then he kind of disappeared and i wonder if if clay disappeared or whether or not the warriors kind of made him disappear a little bit so eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero is the number uh, let's go out to gene in oakland what's going on gene
3: Hey, Steiny, Happy New hey, Year. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, Happy New Year to you. Yeah. So, yeah, the team didn't show up tonight, but neither did the coach, you know. I mean, this team's been running on fumes for about a week or so. They really needed an infusion of energy, and they could have gotten it from two more players that didn't get to play. First one was Stephen Curry. Why not play him? The guy has been out for 10 days. He's got plenty of energy. He's ready to go physically, and he plays back-to-backs all the time. Secondly, I mean, they had no answers for Dwight Howard. Why not, you know, uh, uh, Pachulia was, this may have been his worst game this year. I mean, he looked old and tired and slow. Why not give JaVale McGee a chance? I mean, what's going on with, with JaVale? They're getting ready to trade him. Um, I mean, this is a guy that's usually energy off the bench, something they really needed tonight. I mean, he couldn't have done any worse than Pachulia, so... Why in the world did, did they not at least give him a shot at it?
0: Well, all I can tell you is what Steve Kerr said before last uh, last game against Utah that that he's he's being outplayed in practice. He's uh, he, he's been supplanted in essence by Jordan Bell, by Looney, uh, by Petulia.
3: But he he played very well against Gasol about a week ago. I mean, you know, in an actual game situation, he looked all right.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's had moments, no doubt about it. I just, I think Steve Kerr's got to try to whittle down his rotation a little bit, but I don't necessarily disagree with you that JaVale McGee might have given him something tonight, uh, but for whatever reason, I think, Steve Kerr's trying to shoehorn Jordan Bell in there. Jordan Bell played, what, 20 minutes tonight? Um, that's a fair amount for him, no doubt about it. And the Warriors didn't get much. Uh, they didn't get much at all out of Zaza Pachulia. I, I, I do agree with you, Gene, and thanks for the call that that might have been uh, Zaza's worst game of the season. Draymond Green, that was a career-high 16 assists. Okay. Okay, or tied. He tied a career high with 16 assists. Uh, okay, I I just didn't I just didn't notice notice them like I normally notice them. Let's just put it that way. And uh, I just remember looking at the box score and seeing that he had a real high number, and I was thinking, man, when did all that happen? Uh, because I just didn't I just didn't uh, I, I I thought I've seen him play. Better playmaking games than he did tonight. I thought uh, there's been plenty more games where his pass led to direct baskets, or they led to maybe more noticeable uh, assists than he had tonight. So I do know that he, I do know that he had uh, he was hitting, Clay Thompson earlier in the game and early in the game, but to me the five turnovers for Draymond stuck out actually a little more. Than the 16 assists. Let's go to, well, let's hear from the fans. And that's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real, make it Nation's. Uh, Let's go to Eric in Berkeley. What's going on, Eric? Hey, Matt. I just wanted one quick
2: question. I was watching Kevin Durant not get in the game until about five minutes left. Uh, Wanted to know your thoughts about Kerr's rotation and not getting him in sooner.
3: Yeah,
0: well, you know what? He's, he tends to. I mean, if there's been one criticism of Kerr, it's that he sometimes will wait too long to put his starters back in the game. I mean, we see that with, with Steph Curry a lot, where he'll uh, wait till maybe five, six minutes left when a lot of fans would like to see him come back uh, with seven or eight minutes left. I, I don't know why he didn't go to. Durant early. I think he probably wanted that second unit to see to see them play, see if they could chip into that lead, and maybe bring Durant back with five or so when it was, you know, when it was within striking distance. The problem was by the time he, he kept Durant out, that run had never come. And then he's got to put Durant in there with five or so minutes left, and Durant's got to make something crazy happen along with his four other teammates, and it, it just didn't happen tonight. I mean, they just. They just couldn't get a stop when they needed a stop. They couldn't get uh, a big sequence offensively when they needed one. And it was, I don't know, I mean, this was, was this game worse than the Denver Nuggets game? I, I think you have to say it was simply because Charlotte came in here at 12-22, and and at least the Denver Nuggets uh, were an over 500 team uh, when they came in here. All right, we come back. We're going to take more of your calls at 888-957-9570. The Charlotte Hornets beat the Golden State Warriors tonight. That's right. You heard it. The Charlotte Hornets beat the Warriors tonight, 111-100. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security.
1: You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. The Charlotte Hornets behind a monster game tonight from Dwight Howard beat the Golden State Warriors 111-100. Dwight Howard, 10 for 15 from the floor tonight, 9 for 12 from the line. He had 12 rebounds, 7 assists, and he finished with 29 points. Also threw in a couple steals uh, to go along with that that line that's pretty darn good. That's one of the best games I've seen Dwight Howard play against the Warriors in a long, long time. He he had some nice post-up moves, uh, which we haven't really seen against Golden State before. And he showed a little bit of a face-up jumper tonight. He was making his free throws. So Dwight Howard putting it all together tonight at Oracle Arena and leading the Hornets to a victory over Golden State. Uh, Let's What are we going to do right now? Let's hear from Steve Kerr right now, who is talking about one of the problems with the Warriors where they were trying to be too perfect with their passing. I don't think it's trying too
2: hard to make the extra pass. I think it's trying too hard to make... uh... The great pass. What we preach all the time is make the simple pass. Um, just throw it to the guy who's open. We have playmakers everywhere, but too many times we're we're going for the home run assist. And um, you know the beauty of our team is the assist gets spread around if we just share it and everybody can make a play. But uh, we've we've got to just make simple passes and plays. All
0: right, that was Steve Kerr talking about the Warriors turnovers tonight. They had 18 of them. And they were trying to make the, the the perfect pass, or the home run pass, according to Steve Kerr. All right, so it's time for the play of the game, brought to you by American Express, proud partners of the Golden State Warriors.
1: Walker backs up to the three-point line, guarded by Durant. They want to get the ball to Howard. They throw it instead to Marvin Williams. fake over Draymond. No good tip, no good. Loose ball. Howard goes up. Stripped by Draymond. Iguodala's got it. 24 seconds to go. Takes it right to the rim and lays it in. All the way down the length of the floor. Ties the game at 53 with 21 seconds to go. Draymond Green with a great
0: strip at the other end. Yeah, and that Andre Iguodala dunk... Uh, made it fifty three fifty three right before halftime, and that's the way uh, that's the way they went into halftime tied with the uh, Charlotte Hornets, and then you're waiting for that third quarter run for Golden State. You're waiting for them to come out and do what they did to Utah and do it tonight against the Charlotte Hornets it never came and in fact the Hornets outscored the Warriors 26-22 in that period went into the fourth quarter up four points and that's something that we haven't really seen before the third quarter is a quarter that's been flat out owned by the Warriors not tonight let's also talk about the Golden State Warriors who have been playing home game after home game after home game and Steve Kerr says you know what it might be might be time to get away from Oracle Arena
2: you know we've lost two games on this homestand it seemed it felt like both times we were uh, sort of rudderless you know just uh, not playing with a purpose and maybe when we get out on the road we have uh, have a little more focus but uh, yeah it was it was too bad we just didn't didn't bring it tonight
0: No, they didn't, but the Charlotte Hornets certainly did. They got contributions from a lot of players, and that's the way you got to beat the Golden State Warriors. It's the way it's got to be. You need contributions from a half dozen players on any given night, and then you need one or two guys to really bring it home, and that's exactly what happened tonight. Dwight Howard was the best player on the floor, and then Kemba Walker with some timely shots, and then Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Frank Kaminsky, Nicholas Batum all sprinkled in good play after good play and it led to a victory. The Warriors didn't get a lot of positive contributions. Patrick McCaw Uh, Didn't really follow up his 17-point night with anything positive tonight. He played 20 minutes and only scored two points, and he was a team-worst minus 19 in just 19 minutes. Nick Young didn't give the Warriors anything tonight. Jordan Bell was very, very ordinary. Andre Iguodala usually gives you a lot, even if he doesn't score. He was just so-so again tonight. Uh, Missed his only three-pointer. Kavon Looney got some garbage time late, but but the Warriors have been relying on their bench in a big way without Steph Curry. Uh, but tonight, the bench didn't come through, and quite frankly, the starters weren't exceptional either. Kevin Durant had 27 points, but it was a quiet 27 points, so that's certainly the way it felt. He was 8-for-19 from the floor tonight, finished with... How many rebounds did he have? Only four rebounds tonight for Kevin Durant. No blocked shots. And the Warriors as a team only had five blocked shots, which is below their average of eight-plus. Steph Curry is expected to play tomorrow night against the Memphis Grizzlies, and Kevin Durant is very excited to get Curry back. This is our, He's our leader. He's a point guard. He's kind of runs the show out there, so it's
4: like, we definitely been missing him, and you know we have so many quick scoring spurts because of his movement, his three-point shooting, his ball handling, his vision. Um, so we're going to definitely be another team, different team when he comes back. We're excited about having him healthy again, and I'm excited that he gets to play the game that he loves again. So um,
0: I could tell he was anxious. Yeah, so Steph Curry will return tomorrow night here at Oracle Arena against the Memphis Grizzlies. Remember, that's a 5:30 start. All Saturday games start at 5-30 here at Oracle Arena. And again, tonight's game belonged to Dwight Howard playing one of his best games against the Warriors in a long time. And when you see Dwight Howard play a game like that, it just leaves you scratching your head thinking, Man, why can't he do more of that? And he's getting up there a little bit, but he certainly turned back the clock tonight. And he was so good, you start to think about, well, how how great a center is Dwight Howard when it's all said and done? Uh, There seems to be no doubt that he's probably headed to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, there, it's funny, there's a, there's a lot of people out there that don't think he, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. But I think if you look at the numbers start to finish, it's going to be tough to not vote uh, for Dwight Howard to make the Hall of Fame. Now, when you talk about him in terms of greatest centers of all time, to me, that's a different story. I mean, I, is he a top five center? No. Is he a top ten center? I'd say No. Uh, how about a top 15 center? I'd say no to that too. Um, just making a list off the top of my head of some centers that I think, uh, have been more consistent or had been more consistent, uh, than Dwight Howard. And feel free to chime in here if you agree or disagree with me, but here's some centers that I think have maybe had a better career, uh, than Dwight Howard. Not that he d- isn't a hall of famer, uh, because I do think he's going to get to the hall of fame, but, But here's some guys I'd take over. Dwight Howard, uh, Willis Reed, Wes Unseld, Dave Cowens, Robert Parrish, Artis Gilmore, Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, Moses Malone, Akeem Olajuwon. I'll take Jack Sikma over. Uh, Dwight Howard, Bob Lanier, Nate Thurman, David Robinson, Shaquille O'Neal, Patrick Ewing, Bill Walton, Alonzo Mourning. Do you have more, or do you think some guys on this list shouldn't be on the list? 888-957-9570 is the number. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security.
1: engaged. Hornets with the ball. Right side. Walker. It's a three off a screen. He knocked it down. It gets it right back just like that. That's a crusher right there by Kevin Walker. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game.
0: Welcome back to Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. And we're joined by John Dickinson, 95.7 The Game's reporter. He's coming out of the locker room and the press conference area. And J.D., Turnovers tonight, the big story of the game. Uh, not only did the Warriors have 18, but those 18 led to 32 points, and that put the Warriors in a hole from the get-go.
1: Yeah, and really it was a game where you know Kevin Durant just flat out said, look, you can't have that. You can't have 18 against anybody. It doesn't matter who you're playing. It doesn't matter who the Hornets are playing. It, it just can't happen. And, and, you know, Steve Kerr thought they actually came out and, and played with the right intentions early in the game. But they allowed the Hornets to hang in the game and get comfortable. And then as the second half went on, the Hornets, you know, they were making shots. Dwight Howard was feeling good about himself. Uh, and they just couldn't stop the onslaught, really, and didn't have enough going offensively themselves, other than Clay Thompson, who was hot early and then Kevin Durant wound up being their leading scorer. But there was just enough turnovers and, and negative plays going the other way where it, it negated the, the nights that Thompson uh, and Durant were having. Steve Kerr really thought the key was the first half. Again, they, they got back, and the only time they really played good defense, in his mind, was the end of that second quarter that led into halftime. Didn't have the third-quarter magic that we're used to either.
0: It felt like the Warriors went away a little bit from clay thompson early it almost felt like they were going to him with a purpose maybe that first six eight minutes of the game and then he just kind of disappeared and i don't know whether that was clay or his teammates but uh, he he had a bunch of those points early and not too many late
1: yeah and and i'm with you on that it looked like they were attempting to get him rolling immediately in the game tonight and i almost thought it was going to continue at, at that point. He had 13 in those first five six minutes of the game. It was kind of funny they had the technical foul, and Durant looked back to Clay Thompson like, "Are you going to shoot the tech?" And Durant didn't even have a shot attempt at that point. He winds up uh, knocking down the free throws for, for his first point of the game. Something was off about Clay tonight. He really wasn't happy. It didn't seem with his game. Uh, there was a couple of times he we was kind of looking at the bench, and he just he was real intense and and you know for him he just he seemed angry. Seemed agitated. Uh, he didn't speak after the game tonight. He he took this loss, and, and neither did Draymond Green. This mm. was a night where you got Steve Kerr and Kevin Durant in, in the press conference room, and then Sean Livingston spoke in the locker room along with Jordan Bell and Zaza Pachulia. But I think uh, on a on a night like tonight, this is one of those losses that, that I think sits with the Warriors when you look at Charlotte's record and, and the just the belief that they. In many ways, gave the game away literally because of how careless they were with the basketball.
0: Well, I'm looking at Draymond Green's assists. He had 16 tonight, and what, what struck out what stuck out to me was I, I didn't notice 16 assists, but I noticed the five turnovers, and I, you know I don't know why that is. I'm not saying he didn't have 16 assists. If if it says 16, he had 16, uh, but. It was the turnovers, not just from Draymond, but from all over that that got him. You know, one of the things that's going on right now is the Warriors are in the midst of playing nine of ten games at home. They've been in California uh, for all those games, and tomorrow they'll play their seventh straight game at home. And uh, What do you think? Do you think these guys might be looking forward to get out on the road a little bit?
1: Yeah, and I think Stephen Curry's also coming back at the perfect time. You know, we were talking, well, when's it going to be? Is it going to be, you know, maybe the end of last week before they play the Cavs? Is it going to be the Jazz game? Could it be tonight against Charlotte? Uh, It sounds like it's going to be tomorrow, barring any kind of major setback. But, yeah, that was one of the things Sean Livingston was asked about. On the road, there's just a different challenge every night, whether it's a different opponent, different feel in the crowd. Uh, It just seems like the Warriors are more engaged, more consistently on the road. Livingston thought that, you know, at home things get a little monotonous. You're more apt to have a letdown at home. Even without Curry, uh, that provides a certain challenge. But I think the Warriors are able to, to win so frequently and play well enough that I think at some point they start to take a little bit for granted that they'll just figure out a way to do it, even without Curry, and I think what we've seen here in the last week with the loss to Denver and the loss tonight, sometimes you let the opponent get going and you can't stop it. You can't just turn it off and and flip the switch on your end and and stifle them on the other end and run off 15 in a row or a big run that flips a game. I think they were trying to, uh, and they always think they have the capability to do it, but but tonight it, it really... It wasn't meant to be. And, yeah, Stephen Curry coming back at the right time, I think, is kind of the other theme of this night. And, heck, 9-2 without him, some inferior competition. They were kind of up and down. I don't know if they played great basketball. I know that's something you have alluded to. But they find a way to get 9-2 without him. You, you take that, I think.
0: Yeah, I think you take that without Steph Curry for sure. Uh, Jordan Bell uh, tonight. Probably was as ineffective as he's been all season. How much of that do you think was having to go up against Dwight Howard, someone that's got him by, what, four inches and maybe 40 or 50 pounds?
1: Yeah, Bell, look, it, it's a good experience. That's what he said. And he'll have to learn some of Dwight Howard's tendencies. You know, typically Bell's playing against lighter centers, centers that play out uh, top of the key, or you get switched out on in a lot of pick and rolls, this was really the first time that, that Bell got matched up with a guy that's, that's big, and, and I think at times, you forget that Dwight Howard still has the capability to be dominant, he just doesn't do it as consistently as he did, obviously, when he was in his prime, but it was just a matter of, I mean, Howard had him by the 50 pounds or so, maybe more. And, and he took it to him. He really did. I, you know, he was – They and it also seemed like they didn't really totally know what they wanted to do. Yeah, they kinda I would doubled. agree with that. The Warriors are a team that's not used to doubling. So I actually kind of thought once they started doubling, they were – they didn't really know how they wanted to do it because they looked like a team that didn't work on it a lot, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And they would kind of double and cutters were – he was hitting cutters. He was kicking the ball out. He was turning and just scoring. I mean, he, he had it rolling tonight. And even hit a jump shot. I mean, it looked like he had, his post moves were working. It was a different Dwight Howard. A learning experience, though, for Jordan Bell if he's going to be one of those guys that, that can guard those that are bigger than him at that center spot.
0: Well, wow, what's amazing, and I, I, I mean this, uh, apparently seven assists were Dwight Howard's career high. Now, I would have guessed <laughs> that he would have had more than seven assists in a game uh, during his career. That number... That number shocks me. In fact, I need to, to double-check that <laughs> yeah, that's even I, right. I, I, I would have thought he had a game or two, more than that, more than a, a seven. All right, we come back. I want to talk more about Dwight Howard and uh, what happened tonight. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security.
4: wasn't really on point like it should have been. I think it was okay. I mean, we could have took it up to another level. They made shots as well, so um, communication wasn't always there on the defensive side of the ball, but um, if you give a team confidence later in the game, they're going to start hitting some of those shots that, you know, they normally miss. So, you see Kaminsky hit a deep three. You see him hit a turnaround hook shot from, like, the free throw line. Dwight Howard making jump shots, you know. So, it's like you give them confidence. They start to make those shots, and it was kind of hard to, to get up, get about that hole that we were in.
1: You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game.
0: Yeah, that's Kevin Durant talking about what happens when a team starts hitting shots. They just start hit them, hitting more shots, and then all of a sudden the Warriors' shots get a little bit tougher. You, you get down six, then eight, then nine, and those shots get a little bit tougher.
1: Yeah and I think the flip side was true about the Hornets throughout the course of this game. I mean they they let guys get comfortable Early, you know, especially in that first half, and then in the third quarter, they really got it rolling. Hit a couple, you know, Kaminsky hit the, the three from deep, and you know, Kimba Walker was doing his thing. I mean, Dwight Howard was even knocking down jumpers tonight. Which, he looked like Tim Duncan with that little
0: I mean, baseline uh, no, mid-post banker.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and before you know it, you know, even when you are playing good defense, they're still hitting the shot. I think that's actually something that's happened a, a couple of times to the Warriors this year at home where they've kind of let a team get rolling a little bit on them, and then they just they can't stop the onslaught. I thought it happened against Denver uh, in here. I thought, although Durant and Curry didn't play, it happened in the Sacramento game where they let the Kings gain confidence as that game went on, and then you got down the stretch, and and you got you know the, the rookie Bogdanovich hitting a shot over Draymond Green that was actually well defended. Well, why? Because he had the confidence from the way he played early in the game to even take that shot, uh, let alone knock it in.
0: You know, the Warriors have not been scoring a whole heck of a lot lately. They had 97 points against Memphis. They had uh, 96 against Utah, 99 against Cleveland. Tonight they just got to 100. Is there any concern about the offense?
1: Yeah, you know, Steve Kerr was asked about that, and he, he said no. Just point blank, he said he's not really concerned about it, and the reason that he's not concerned about it is because anytime you start to analyze what's wrong with a Warriors' offense, it always boils down to turnovers in some form or fashion, and the possession game, if you will, and and it's turnovers that maybe with good intentions, but the and I know you played a little bit of this earlier. It's good intentions to make the make the. Supreme play to make the home run play more than good intentions to just make the right play. And, and I think right. what it becomes is the Warriors just need to make the simple pass, keep the ball moving. And they've got playmakers all over the floor. And that was Steve Kerr's point is if you just make the simple pass, eventually somebody will have an advantage. You'll either get an open look or somebody will be able to, to take somebody off the dribble will be open uh, around the basket. So to answer that question, no. I think the other reason the answer is no is because number 30 is going to be playing tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, J.D., well, we will see you tomorrow morning at 9 uh, for the NBA this week. We'll be doing the show from here. And uh, we got one more day together before we get a little break.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Might be needed. Might not be needed. I don't know. I don't feel like it's needed, but it might be needed.
0: All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and I will see you bright and early tomorrow. That's going to do it for uh, Warriors Wrap-Up. Of course, we're always brought to you by Arlo Smart Home Security. And the Arlo Smart Home Security system is one that is – been great uh, for my house. It is a security system that's given me a lot of peace of mind. Uh, I've set it up on my iPhone. The app is very easy to set up and what you do is you install some cameras in and around your house. They're very easy to install. They're weather resistant so you can leave them out there uh, in the moist air and they're still going to show you what's going on in high definition. It's going to keep that high definition video for seven days, and the bottom line is any time that motion is detected in front of your house, maybe it's a mailman, maybe it's somebody dropping off a package, maybe it's a solicitor ringing your door, or maybe it's something that's not quite as innocent as any of those things, don't worry. You're going to get notified right on your phone in real time what's going on, and you can find out and deal with it at the time, and so it's a great peace of mind apparatus. That's Arlo, smart home security. All right, that's going to do it for Warriors Wrap-Up. John and I are going to see you tomorrow for the NBA this week at 9 a.m., and then the Warriors tip off against the Memphis Grizzlies. Remember, that's a 5.30 start, and at 4 o'clock, I'll have the Warriors warm-up with Kerry Keating. Thanks for listening, everybody. This
1: episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.